0: Your question is, who's the more misunderstood villain? Elsa, who didn't mean to bring about the endless winter, or Prince John, who only wanted to collect taxes, which are part of a functional society?
1: (laughs) Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues Now, here's your host, Sean Carter.
0: So this week we are talking about Disney. So all the debates will have to do with Disney somehow. Disney animated films, to be specific. Clearly, Sarah is not here this week. So the board is uh, kind of a mess. But the categories will be Heroes, Magic, Wild Card, Villains, and Animals. Um, Each debate is that each person gets one minute and then each person gets a 30-second rebuttal. At the end, I will choose a winner. I'm the only judge. (laughs) And if you agree with my decision, I want you to cheer, give that a shot right now. (laughs) But you know, It's only fair, though, that if I make a mistake, you guys let me hear it. So if you think that I got it wrong, I want you to boo me. Give that a shot right now.
2: Okay.
0: Okay. Thank you. Thank you all. Um. This evening we have a special guest to open the show for us, and I'm excited to have her here. She's in town for the Women in Comedy Festival, so we're lucky to have her. Everybody, please welcome the very funny Emma Willman.
3: Thank you guys so much. You guys are really um, good booers. Like, that was like, that felt personal, actually. Like, some of you guys were waiting to do that uh, a little bit. Um, So I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about Disney in line with the show. So this isn't like my typical stand-up, you know what I mean? Um, But I do have something about Disney because Disney had a really big effect on my life. It's actually how I kind of started to discover myself sexually. (laughs) My very first crush was Nala from The Lion King. Yeah, I loved her. I was obsessed with her. I remember just, I just was like, (sighs) like I was into it. (laughs) And I was so worried because I was like, oh no, Nala's a girl lion. I should like Simba, the boy lion. Like this isn't good. (laughs) And I told my mom that I was like, mom, like I have a crush on um, Nala, not Simba. And she was really good about it. She was like, honey, I don't think you should be sexually attracted to lions. (laughs) Yeah, let's, let's start with that, then work our way to the gender situation. Once we get you attracted to things with uh, two feet, that's good. Even a human with one foot's fine as long as it's not an animal. Does that make sense? Is that registering in your head? Nala was the crush, and then my brother kicked it up a notch. He was like, yeah, Nala's all right, but my Disney crush is uh, that chubby teapot from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Way to take the heat off of me for being the weird one. I was like, God damn. <laughs> then I remember meeting his first girlfriend, and I was like, oh, nice, very short and stout. Very nice. And very, mm, dreams do come true. Yeah, that was my very first crush. I think I was really attracted to Disney because it was always so, like, it was so gendered. Like, like, I loved Aladdin, and I wanted to be Aladdin. Like, it was like, there's, like, man and woman. And I know that's totally not politically correct, to say, but as a kid I just I liked it and I, and I wanted to be Aladdin. And I, I remember telling my friend that. I was like, I'm obsessed with Aladdin, I wanna be Aladdin. And he was like, do you think you're having gender identity issues? This was recently. <laughs> and he was like, I think you need to go see a gender identity expert, so I did. I went to BuzzFeed, that's what I did, honestly. <laughs> I didn't wanna pay for it. And they had a quiz where you could pick one of 42 genders. It's a lot of genders. Seems kind of like an arbitrary number too, but I took the quiz, I tallied it up, and it turns out I'm a chicken nugget. That's what it is. And I was (laughs) like, oh, well, it's not Aladdin, but I'll take it. (laughs) Um, What was my sister's favorite? (sighs) Something bitchy, I bet. (laughs) Something that a real bitch would like. I really liked the, yeah, Aladdin and Nala and um, what was like a scary one? Well, there was one where the someone g- a young girl got kidnapped, uh, like beaten in a truck or something. Maybe that wasn't a Disney movie. <laughs> maybe I'm maybe <laughs> what was the murder? Oh, that was Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, that was like a, I mean I, I get so confused. What's Disney? What's Disney? <laughs> but yeah, I liked I was attracted to Aladdin. I liked how uh, I liked how how gendered it was. And I used to play that I was a lad and then I would make my sister play Jasmine, which is fucked up, you know. (laughs) My poor sister, this was like two weeks ago too, just so I was like, (laughs) come on. I always wanted to be the boy characters though. And that's like translated over like, now whenever I'm in a relationship, I always say like, I'm the man one. I'm always like, I'm the man one. I'm the man one. And um, women ones don't like that very much. They're always like, "What? You sound obnoxious and ignorant and like you don't even know what you're talking about." And I'm like, "Yeah, see? <laughs> I'm the man one, that's what I said. These women ones just talk, they don't listen. It's like they're not it's not registering to them." Did anybody else have like a Disney crush? Like wh- th- who's the first one that comes to mind safe space? Don't say Ursula. <laughs> but other than that, did anyone have a Disney crush? Oh, Robin Hood's a good one. Yeah, Robin Hood, that's like classic. Shang, Shang. which one was that? Oh, wow, you like bad boys. Is that your boyfriend right there? Oh. Wow, that's amazing. You are a good girlfriend too. You know why that was such a good girlfriend move? Because if you said someone that didn't fit your boyfriend's like, uh, criteria at all, it'd be so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> You're like, I like Shaq. Yeah, I like a big black man. I'm like, is that your boyfriend? You're like, eh, you know, we all co- I'm gonna make compromises. <laughs> yeah, Robin Hood's a good one. Robin Hood's a good one. All right, you guys have a great show. It's gonna be a good debate can't wait to see. Thank you very much. Hey, that's
0: Emma Willman. <laughs> All right, so let's get this debate started. First up in the gauntlet round. everybody, please welcome Josh Goldstein and Tricia. Don Afrio. Uh, Tricia, would you like to go first or second?
4: Um, you can go first.
0: Josh, what category would you like? Um,
2: I'll go with villains. Okay. So why, not? why not?
0: Your question is, Who's the misunder- who's the more misunderstood villain? Elsa, who didn't mean to bring about the endless winter, or Prince John, who only wanted to collect taxes, which are part of a functional society.
2: <laughs> the clear answer is Prince John, right? I mean, that's... Yeah? All right, here's the thing, guys. Listen. Taxes are good. All right? <laughs> right? The higher, the better. Right? Especially when you have, like, that... Like, sh- you got to pay that sheriff. What's his name? Sheriff of Nottingham. That's his name. You gotta pay that guy to do all the great work he's doing, the great work he's doing. So now that son of a bitch Robin Hood keeps stealing from the good people who have lots of shit. All right, you didn't work that hard to not have shit. You might as well have it. All right, that's that's science, that's math, and that's art.
4: Okay. Actually, one of my previous jobs was being an Elsa impersonator for children's birthday parties. So let's just say I'm in the character and I relate, okay? Can't we just have a meltdown? Like, what teenage girl is not privy to a meltdown, okay? It's not her fault the kingdom couldn't handle it, okay? (laughs) So sorry. Um, Also, like, her childhood was low-key sad. Okay? No one helped her. None of the servants were like, you need therapy, girl. (laughs) They should have done intervened on her ass. Um, But, yeah, Elsa rocks. She's way better than whoever Sheriff John is. Is that Robin Hood? Talk about a nobody. Am I right? (laughs) Guys. Okay, thank you.
2: Did you just call a king a nobody? It's... Elsa hadn't even been elected to anything, all right? What is she. Like, it's not her. All right, listen, nobody just gave her all these powers, right? Somebody gave King John a throne to leak all. to steal all the money from the people, you know? Like, I... she's not misunderstood. I think she's, she's just kind of a bitch, you know? Like, it's just. That's all I had to say on that. I just don't (laughs) like her. Real Ridge, a woman, a
4: bitch? What?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God.
4: (laughs) Hashtag women in comedy comedy festival. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, First of all, um, King John is a nobody. When you announced him, I was like, what movie is that even from? Um, So. Um Elsa's definitely like cool. And actually when I um I Time.
0: Like All right, I gotta hand the win here to Trisha. <laughs> so you'll say here. Yeah. Okay, and now our final debater of the gauntlet round. Everybody please welcome Kyle Mangan. Okay, so Tricia, your question's going to be about magic either way, but do you want to go first or second? choose um,
4: no, my lucky number, so I'll go
0: second. Second, okay. Kyle, your question, it's uh, from Beauty and the Beast. Would you rather be a mater d' turned into a candlestick? <laughs> <laughs> this feels oddly personal, huh? Or a former opera singer turned into a
5: wardrobe. (laughs) I guess the one that the crowd doesn't think I am. (laughs) So I'm going to go with an opera singer. I'd like to have a little bit of talent at one point in my life, and I really feel like opera is the way to showcase it. On the way here, I was singing You're Welcome by Dwayne, or from Moana by Dwayne Johnson, I got out-sang by The Rock. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's not good.
5: I I think that being able to belt out at the at the Met would also be an awesome experience for me because uh, for one time I could feel like I was living the lifestyles of the rich and the famous, like the Good Charlotte song that I grew up listening to. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. One other punk rocker in this entire crowd.
4: So when I was young, um, manners were super important in my family. If I wanted to leave the table, I had to literally say this sentence. You guys are going to die. It's this. Thank you, Mother. This was a very good meal. May I please be excused? And it really shaped me. um, So... I just feel like I'd be really just ready to just like serve people and be like, oh, "Let me be be my guest, please. Um, <laughs> step on my back while I step over this puddle for you, you know." So, um, yeah, I feel like uh, that's what I'm all about. Also, if you're a uh, young Catholic school child like myself, you're always taught to uh, serve others, be selfless. Uh, so I think that's, uh, that's what would make me a very strong major D. Also, I have been compared to a candlestick at some points in my life as well.
5: <laughs> Who hasn't been compared to a French candlestick? <laughs> Not anyone on stage, that's for sure. <laughs>
4: Oh, I almost forgot to mention, I'm so glad you said French. I did have a French phase where I'd wear a beret every day to school. And the other kids definitely made fun of me for it hard. Um, I still have three berets that I wear on rotation. Um, I'm just mad I didn't bring one tonight. (laughs) All right.
0: All right. Look, both of you presented solid cases, uh, but I'm going to go with the person that I, w- I have already heard so much from, Trisha oh, D'Afrana. Oh D'Anafrio, Yeah.
4: Oh, it's D'Anafrio, by, oh, by the way. I know it's God really damn. hard to say, don't worry about
0: it. D'Anafrio. <laughs> Next up, everybody, please welcome Laura Clark and Pete Andrews. Okay, Laura, would you like to go first or second? Okay, Pete, you can pick anything but animals. Uh, let's go wild card. Okay. Uh, your question is from Jer Palapal. He asks, who does it better, who does better on Tinder? Goofy or Wreck-It Ralph.
6: (laughs) Well, it's my best pal, Goofy. That's for sure. I mean, he's got a car. He's dependable. He's a dog and he has a car. That's a level up. I mean, he wears a hat, a cool hat too, like a stylish one. Those go over big on Tinder everybody likes the guy with the fancy hat um (laughs) you know ralph couldn't even get his own neighbors to like him even at the end it was resentful they'd gone through a lot to get there it was basically stockholm syndrome thank you
1: uh all right okay i first and foremost just a hat is a swipe left, like a hat, I, there's no, they're never, you cock it at a jaunty angle, you look like an asshole, you look like, you're like, ooh, Prizzy, where to the swipes? Like, I can't, I've never, I've never, and, like, what? Goofy has, like, a little tiny hat that's, like, not even quite the size of his head. And it, not a yarmulke is something different, but this is, like, this is a hat with, like, a little hat with a little brim. It just, like, it just, oh, it's so, they're so bad. Okay, furthermore, like, right, like, girls like jerks. Girls like jerks, and Wreck-It Ralph will ruin your life. He'll wreck your shit. He'll burn down your house just like pound it and then and you're like oh I'm so mad at you but yet so turned on oh swipe right you know so yeah Wreck-It Ralph well.
6: I get it women like guys who wear flannel in tinder I get it uh, but in terms of like mutual friends he can't even get a reference to get an apartment and uh Goofy has been in every stage of Disney and he's a single dad, man, and I'm rooting for a single dad. And he's a good one. Goofy never missed a sporting event even when his son didn't want him there. He time.
1: Goofy doesn't have time for you because he's a single dad. Also, what I who who did I insult? Like if you're a good dad, you're you're putting that time into your kid anyway. Like uh, also, Wreck-It Ralph, like he wrecks stuff, but then like he wakes up in the morning and the house is rebuilt. Like who doesn't want that? <laughs> like he wrecks it, it comes back. That's amazing. Um, I don't know. Like time.
0: Yeah, that's... Uh. All right. Yeah, good points. Uh, I got to hand the win to Pete Andrews. even though I fundamentally disagree with your argument that being a single dad helps you on (laughs) Tinder. (laughs) But the people loved it, so. (laughs) All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Jair Palapal and Mike B. Giordano. Okay, so, uh, Jair, do you want to go first or second? Okay. So uh, you can pick anything except villains. Anything except villains? Uh,
7: Let's do animals. Okay.
0: Your question is from Katie Dungar. She asks, who is more responsible for furries? (laughs) Robin Hood or Beast from Beauty and the Beast?
7: That is a real question. It's a real (laughs) fucking... It's a real fucking bear versus twink thing. I mean, uh, I can't. And I don't know if you can tell from looking at me, I'm a twink man. Uh, I'm going Robin Hood. That guy guy stole from the rich and gave to the poor, and that's better than that fucking beast sitting up in a tower. Nothing sexy about that. Robin Hood, he fucking goes out in the world. (laughs) He goes out in the world, and he has animal friends. Beast, his friends are all fucking furniture. (laughs) You can't fuck furniture. I mean, you can, but like, it's not like giving. You know, it's just taking. It's disgusting.
8: Beast is an artist. He's a he's a misunderstood, uh, tortured soul. And you know, yeah, sure, he's fucking furniture all day. I mean. I think you'd be a little, a little tense if that was your day. Every, every day your furniture is your sexual partner and they're also terrified of you because they're sentient. I mean, you've got you've to like see it from his perspective, you know? And when you start to gain empathy for your partner, then you start to, to really love them. And then you start to really love
7: fucking animals. Yeah, you're right, Beast is tortured and I've dated some fucking tortured people and it never ends well so I'll take the guy who already has empathy for the poor and gives them all their money and fucking wears a green hat and looks pretty good in it uh, I've never dated someone who's fucking looked good in a green hat and made me want to fuck him so I'm going Robin Hood
8: It's true that dating a tortured soul never ends well. But it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And I gotta say, dating a a tortured soul is really fun. Uh, They are nuts. Um, And you know, when you're sitting around, again, fucking your furniture all day long, you are gonna do a lot to impress anything that has two legs, you know? And something to, to put something in, other than a cushion.
0: Time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tough call, but I gotta hand the win to Jeer Polapple. Okay, next up and our final uh, debate of the first round. Everybody please welcome Tyler Derniak and Trisha D'Onofrio. Okay, Tyler, do you wanna go first or second? I'll go second. Second, okay, so Tricia. Oh, the tables have turned. You can pick for magic, wild card, or heroes.
4: Let's do magic. Magic. Let's make some magic tonight.
0: Okay, um, your question is, which sounds less comfortable, dancing in glass slippers, or being entirely made of wood?
4: Okay. As someone who has done both of these things, I'm gonna go with um, being wood is actually a lot more comfortable than you think. Um, like you sit you sit in wooden chairs at work, right? School, like I'm a teacher and so I sit in a wooden chair all day. Yes. Wood is fairly comfortable, right? You sit by the fire, sit on some wood. You don't sit on glass guys. Okay. Glass sucks, you can get splinters. Um) yeah. Like, glass splinters. (laughs) And it's just a huge problem, guys. People aren't talking enough about it.
9: As someone who spends 40 hours a week wearing glass slippers, (laughs) I have to say, they are not comfortable in the slightest. It's not a good workplace I work in. We had to buy our own glass slippers. We didn't get magical people to give them to us. Our employers didn't give them. I thought it was against labor laws, but we just have to do it. It's terrible. Everyone can see how little you wash your feet. And you know what? I'm a heavy walker, sometimes they shatter and they just go right up into my Achilles. Have you ever been taken out with an Achilles injury at an office job? That's embarrassing. And I don't have the healthcare to cover it. Chime.
4: Okay, here's the thing about glass though that no one's really talking about. It's made of sand, guys. He's out here basically walking on a beach all day bitching about it. Yeah, right, dude. Um, Being a wooden person is... um, It's an alternative lifestyle for sure. Um, But um, at least I'm not complaining about...
9: Look, I'm not saying that, you know, being an Arbor American isn't difficult. (laughs) but like, I want you to empathize because like, you've experienced the glass ceiling. I've got the, I got the glass floor going on and that is not fun. We both have the same problems. Time. All right, wow.
0: Well, you were both great, uh, but I have to hand the win here to Tyler Derniak. I know, and give it up one more time for Trisha. She had a great run tonight. Okay, um, so hey, now is the time for the segment that I like to call No Contest. It's the questions that didn't quite make it into the de- debate part of the show, and I like to ask them of our special guests each week. Uh, so this week I would like to invite our guest Emma Wilman back up. Everybody, give it up for Emma Wilman. <laughs> So, <laughs> sorry, the mic stands a little low. I don't know who did that, but um, so yeah, we just it have works. a couple questions that like people sent in and stuff that weren't quite right for the okay. debate, and uh, I would just like to know I your your take on them. Okay. Um, so this first one, this is actually just for me because I just watched this movie the other
3: day. Uh, you just this is a way to ask me personal questions. This. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, <laughs> I feel like we don't know each yeah, other yeah. well <laughs> enough. We just hang out too, but yeah, let's hear it. <laughs>
0: Um, So this is from Frozen. Would you rather have uh, your sister freeze your heart or have your family sing to a girl you brought home about how you're a bit
3: of a (laughs) fixer-upper? That happened. Uh, That (laughs) happened. So the first one is have my sister freeze my heart? Oh, it'd have to be singing to the girl then. Because if my heart gets frozen, I'm I'm down for the count. That's just like one bad night of many. So... You know, next. Okay, fair. To the girl, not to the question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll read the next question anyway. Thank you. So, please. This is from Pete Andrews. He wants to know if you don't claim your lost child at a Disney resort park, <laughs> do they get drafted into the Mouseketeers?
3: <laughs>
0: or do they become performers on the It's a Small World ride? <laughs>
3: They definitely become performers on It's a Small World ride, because the Mouseketeers like that's pretty hard to get into, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't That kind of like competitive. Yeah. yeah. Like Britney, just like that's like, is that what that's what that was, right? Yeah. It was like yeah. Ryan oh.
0: Gosling. Yeah. would yes. be trying to lose that's their like, kids. Yeah.
3: They would. They would. They'd be like, I don't know this kid. Yeah. I would be. They'd have. I'd be down there right now trying to get on that shit. Like I don't know where my parents are, but. <laughs> like, You're 33. Um, yeah, so Small World, did, they, is that, did you have to be a little person to do that one? Or is it it's kids? Oh, I don't know. Oh,
0: <laughs> I thought it was like animatronic, but, oh it is, okay. Oh, so they turn them, who?
3: It is kids. Pete
0: Andrews, what the fuck?
3: It is kids or it is little people?
0: It's like robots. Oh!
3: <laughs> so they like kill the kids, or they have the kids like, <laughs> the kids are fueling the robots, they're like pedaling back there so the robots can keep running, I don't know but it's definitely not the Disney Disney one.
0: Yeah. Okay, um, next up, this is from Nick Martucci. He asks, is it okay that Ariel is using the carcasses of her dead friends as a bra? <laughs> I,
3: I mean, what do you think, man? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with, I mean, I guess it was different times. So, because I was going to say no, but maybe that was like, just more with, like, a different context then. But off the top, I'm going to err on the side of... It's not that cool, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Not chill.
0: Okay. um, This next question... Oh, somebody wrote a question for me. Uh, Lauren, Duke. So she wanted to know, uh, which prince would you consider yourself to be? Uh, Yeah, Beast is hairy, so that makes sense. But um, probably Aladdin, because my wife has all the money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! So, this next one is from Emma Schmidt.
3: Wow, that was such a comedian way to answer of what, what being a prince would be. It's like <laughs> the time to like build yourself up, but then just boom.
0: <laughs> was I building myself up, being like I'm really hairy? That's <laughs> your. That's what you think is the nicest thing I could say well, about myself.
3: <laughs> being Aladdin, but then.
0: Oh, okay, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, right on. Okay, Emma Schmidt wants to know. Is Gaston really all that bad, or is he just painted in a bad light because he's cool, popular, muscular, hot, and extremely well hung, and everyone is jealous of him?
3: How, how does she know he's well hung? I, I, I feel like all the other ones were. Is that. How do you, how do you know? How do you know? Because all. Because all those other things, like, they were in the show, but that you're just inferring? (laughs) (laughs) It
0: took a lot of internet searches.
3: Um. Have you seen Huh. Okay. (laughs) I'll take your word for it. Um, What what did he do that people didn't like him for? He was trying to kidnap her?
0: I think he was just a jerk. He was just Um. arrogant. Right. He tried to kill someone.
5: Oh, the beast.
3: I guess I don't mind if someone's arrogant as long as they're not like condescending. You Mm. know. So Mm. I. But he seemed kind of like a. He seemed a little. Yeah. Like a bratty, a little bit.
0: Yeah. And he tried to kill the beast, which like who tries to kill a big hairy beast? Yeah, that's holding a woman hostage. Who would do that? Like what a what an asshole.
3: He's he's got yeah.
0: Okay, uh, this one's from Jer Palapple, he asks, you find a beautiful princess asleep in the woods, do you check her pulse before you kiss her?
3: Yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um,
0: and then the last question is from Tyler Derniak, and he just asks, was beast hotter in beast form?
3: Oh man, good. Qu- that's a good question. I- it depends what you're into, sexually. Um, <laughs> If I had to be him, like if I got the transport, I think I, I'd rather be him in the beast form. You could make a lot of money doing, you know, the more niche that you are, like if you were like, the beast, like that's not, that's not a bad place to be. So yes, he was.
0: All right, that's it. Hey, thank you <laughs> thank so much, Emma. Give it up for Emma Wilman. All right, we are on to round two, down to our last eight comedians on the show. So, everybody, please welcome Pete Andrews and Rick Harkness. <laughs> okay, so Pete, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, Rick, you can pick from Wild Card or Heroes. 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 Okay. Your question is from May Keith. She asks, who would you rather have as your ride-or-die sidekick? Tinkerbell, who gives you the power of flight and drinks poison for you, or Abu, who is basically a super loyal monkey with a vest and a hat?
10: <clears throat> what we're not going to say is super monkey shit like that. What we're not going to say is um, Abu is his own fucking person. So what I'm not going to do is choose a boo. <laughs> Real shit. Like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to leave that to up to you right now. So um, <laughs> I'm going to choose Tinkerbell. Um, Tinkerbell, she's a, um, she's a fairy. She's a flying little thing. She's like this tall or whatever it is. And she she gets shit done. Like, she flies around magic dust and shit. She flies where she's not supposed to be. She's what every black man's dream of a white woman is. So Tinkerbell. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to go too real, but my bad, my bad. But Tinkerbell, obviously. You go ahead and defend a boo right now, yes. Go ahead and defend that.
6: Well, let's start by uh, correcting something. Um, Tinkerbell was a pixie. Uh, I don't (laughs) think you're supposed to say the F word anymore. And Aladdin didn't own Apu. Apu just helped his buddy out. They were friends, man. I've always wanted a friend who, you know, helped me go on adventures. There's nothing wrong with that. We flew on a magic carpet. He can. He found the lamp first. He's the true hero of that show. He's the Samwise Gandhi of the Disney universe. I mean. Apu, yeah, he didn't get his parade, and I wish he had. But, uh, you know, once this boy became king, you know, sultan, I'm sorry, uh, anything was possible.
10: Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Aladdin push this nigga Apu aside for the parrot at one point? Like, yo, for a bird that's, like, flying so-so. This nigga didn't even... And a bunch of times he was on the side of Jafar. Really, you push your best friend aside for the bird that's gonna trust you. Like, and he copies. Parents suck. Monkeys though, are cool, and then you dress them up like you. No one likes a half-ass vest. No one likes that. I like my clothes to fit.
6: Forgive me for copying my more fashionable friend Apu. And. We're going to sit here and act like Tink didn't get put in the corner? (laughs) Really? Okay, yeah, Aladdin got a little crazy when his new girlfriend came to town. We've all been there. We've all done our friends a little wrong when we've got a new girl we're excited to see. But you know what we didn't do? We didn't say, bye, bitch. I'm going with the girl from England.
0: Time.
6: (laughs) Hey, hand one to Pete Andrews.
0: Next up, everybody, please welcome Emily Mame-Ford and Liz Estee. Okay, Emily, would you like to go first or second?
11: I'll go second.
0: Okay, Liz, you can pick from any category.
11: Ooh, um, I would like to go wild card.
0: Okay. Your question is from Nick Martucci. He asks... Would you rather have your couple dynamic be like Beauty and the Beast or Lady and the Tramp?
11: All right, um, Lady and the Tramp, let's, uh, let's unpack this, okay? (laughs) Beauty and the Beast is Stockholm Syndrome, glamorized as a relationship, and I'm, that's not okay. Lady and the Tramp, you've got a loving, supportive partnership, sharing spaghetti, I mean, (laughs) that's the dream, uh... (laughs) I don't want to get locked in a room and then have to slowly convince my lover slash captor that I'm worthy of love. I mean, yikes. All right, I'll leave it.
12: I'm not really used to like things getting stuck in the back of my throat anymore. You know, and like, (laughs) like, like sucking on pasta just doesn't sound that fun together. I don't know. It just doesn't sound like a great first date. And also like maybe you want to relive your childhood beauty and the beast. <laughs>
11: <laughs> <laughs>
12: I have no idea where I was going with that. Maybe your dad's the beast, I don't know. I I don't know your life. It could be, you know? (laughs) Yeah, and then like, (laughs) yeah, I just really, really don't want to suck on like pasta that's (sighs) just sounds unhealthy. I don't know. Not that I'm that healthy, but. (laughs) yeah.
11: I get it, you don't like pasta. I love pasta, and I once had to give myself the Heimlich maneuver, because I tried to eat spaghetti too fast alone. Um, That's a true story, okay? Shout out to my table, uh, (laughs) because that's the only reason I'm alive. Um, Anyway, so yeah, I need assistance to eat pasta, and you better believe I'm gonna keep eating it. Pasta for life! (laughs)
12: First of all, that sounds like a spaghetti, oh no. (laughs) I'll leave, Um, anyways. You missed my point, like, I do love pasta. I just want my own bowl of it. I just don't want anyone to lick it first. (laughs) I know, you're surprised, I get it. (laughs) All right.
0: (laughs) All right i got to hand the win here to Liz Estee. <laughs> Next up, please welcome Tyler Derniak and Jir Polapple yeah. Okay, Tyler, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Jir, you can pick anything except for Wild Card. Let's go with Villains, because I'm a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I- this is a question from Jer Palapal. <laughs> hey, it's the, last, it's the last villains question. It's all that we have. So your question here is, your parents are going away for the weekend. Would you rather stay with your Uncle Scar, who lives in a graveyard, or your Uncle Hades, who literally lives in hell?
7: Daddy's going to hell. (laughs) That motherfucker owns the place. Scar, he's just renting, basically. It's fucking full of hyenas. They're just putting up with him because he doesn't have anywhere else to live. He's just crashing on their couch. Hades fucking owns hell. And there's a river in it. There's a boat that's more than the graveyard has. What am I going to do? Slide up the elephant tusk again? That's not a weekend. He probably has fucking porn on TV. I don't know. Seems like a good weekend. Also, he's voiced by James Woods. That's charming until recently. Uh,
9: (laughs) You know, your uncle that owns hell has a lot of money. You know why he has a lot of money? Because he doesn't have kids. You know why he doesn't have kids? Because he's not allowed. I don't want to be around the rich uncle. The rich uncle's weird. I want to be around the uncle who has roommates. <laughs> Cuz he knows what the real world is like. And you know what they seem like, nice people, they laugh a lot. That's what I want. I don't want to hang out alone with a weird blue-haired dude. No, I want to I want to hang out with like my just Just really brusque Shakespearean uncle. (laughs) Who, like, is fiscally responsible enough to know he doesn't need an entire mansion on his own. And besides, he gets lonely. You need them roommates. What's
7: up with this fucking hair shaming? I want my uncle to have whatever hair color he wants. Whether it's blue or purple or whatever. Whatever. I don't know colors. Uh, Those were literally the only ones I knew (laughs) in this moment. And one was part of the other. Um, Scar, Scar's fucked up, man. He's voiced by Jeremy Irons. That's a white man who was bossing around a bunch of black characters. That's fucked
9: up. (laughs) Yeah, well you know what my uncle doesn't have? A female slave. That's what. That's what. Mi- Mira, Kira, well, Megara. She was a slave. Don't look at me like that's not true. Don't look at me like I'm not speaking truth. Scar was the real hero.
0: Time. All right, tough call, but I think I have to hand the win here to Tyler (laughs) Derniak. So our final debate of the night will be between Tyler Derniak and Pete Andrews. So, uh, Tyler, do you want to go first or second?
9: I'm going to go second.
0: Okay, Pete, your question is going to be about um, heroes. And it's another, of course, it's another uh, question that has a song attached to it. Um, And here we go. Your question is actually from two people, uh, sort of Matt MacArthur and May Keith. They worked as a team on this question. So, the question is, at long last, you and your childhood friend are about to share your first sexual experience. About time. (laughs) What's the better soundtrack? Elton John singing, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Or Shang Li singing, I'll Make a Man Out of You? (laughs)
6: If given the option between a Donny Osmond song and an Elton John song, uh, I I will always choose an Elton John song. Uh, And you know what? I think any night is better when you feel a little love in it. And uh, if there's one guy who knows about one night of love, it's Elton John. So I think I will feel the love that is Elton John.
9: To answer this question, I need you guys to go with me on a trip here back to back to second grade Tyler back to Fort Wayne, Indiana, I'm living on the cul-de-sac Indian Ridge Drive. Yes, it's a little problematic, but two doors down was Frederick Schreiber and we've been good friends the entire time. We sold golf balls like in in our driveways and you know it was a great time. We hung out almost every day in the cul-de-sac, but you know if one day under the who's your starlight? If we locked eyes and, well, Mr. Schreiber just whispers into my ear, Tyler, it's time to make a man out of you. Sorry, I was playing out a whole scene in my head of the happiest moment of my life.
6: Again, a song uh, about love should be about somebody who uh, truly knows love. And while I don't question that Donny Osmond has found love with someone that he's known his whole life, (laughs) (laughs) I truly believe that Elton John is the one who had a guy next to him the whole time, that there was just an unspoken thing that they should experience.
7: Time! (laughs)
9: And I'll make a man. Out
3: of
11: here.
9: I think we all win tonight. All right. Uh, hey, there's no way that I could choose this. There's no way.
0: So I'm gonna need you guys to choose. Go into the Pick a Side Stupid Facebook group right now. Put in your vote, and I'll leave that open for the next minute or so. You've got 60 seconds to vote. How about that, guys? Are you all right? Oh, that's the second man I've kissed on this stage. <laughs> was the other Ted. Was it Ted? Yeah, Ted the other was Ted. Okay.
9: Yeah, you're making a habit of this.
6: I think you have a type, dude. <laughs>
9: I don't know, but you may have set my type. <laughs> Wait, are we still, is this still counting as points? No, well, people are voting right now, oh. so I
0: guess you could change their mind, I suppose. Oh. By saying something. You won't I- change mine. <laughs> oh. Good or bad. Okay, I'm closing the poll right now. So, holy shit, this is a close one. Our winner this evening is Pete Andrews!
9: That was Pick a Side, Stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show.
0: Hey, that's our show for this week. Thanks for joining us. Congrats to Pete Andrews on the win this week. Thanks to Matt Bedell for the artwork once again. And thanks to Emma Wilman for being our special guest this week. Hey, if you want to catch a live show sometime, I'm hosting stand-up comedy at Maggie's Lounge on Monday nights and at the Poor House on Wednesday nights. Each of those shows are at 8 p.m. every Monday and Wednesday night. And we do this debate show live every Friday night at 7 p.m. at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy, 609 Washington Street. They've got delicious pizza, great beer selection, and a real fun crowd every week. So come down and join us sometime. Maggie's Lounge, Friday nights, 7 p.m.